0: ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Watch live on
1: QSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Orange Nation Artist of the Day. Adrian Autry, head coach of Orange's pick. Maroon 5. This one moves like Jagger. How many number one hits? Four. Four? Is this one of them? I don't know. <laughs> That's the least of my worries this morning. Asking you uh, too moves many like courses. Jagger, number one, September tenth, two thousand eleven. I, I thought this one had to be number one. All right. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, I do know why. We were too. <laughs> Coach Audrey, because there was really no reason for us. To Nobody's birthday ever. Or anything? Do
0: yes, Coach Audrey picked it. Yeah. His favorite, his favorite group. Uh, all right, let's go to our weekly SOS house calls. We welcome in Amy Grover, athletic trainer and sports medicine coordinator at SOS. Amy, thanks for coming on. How are you today? Good. How are you? We're doing great. So uh, so let's start with this. March is National Athletic Training Month. Uh, what, what is this month all about? What, what do you hope people learn about athletic training during this month?
2: Yeah, so it's a you know our big annual campaign every year to create more awareness uh, around athletic training. You know I think that when we tell people who and who athletic trainers are and what we do, it becomes more familiar, kind of you know that person on the sideline that you see or not when someone gets hurt, but there's still a lot of misconceptions, confusion between athletic trainers and personal trainers. and so we just use this month to really share a lot of awareness so that there's more familiarity with the profession. How did you
0: first get into the profession?
2: I I think a typical way that most athletic trainers get in is they played sports in high school um, and then want some kind of, um, want to be in some kind of medical field or healthcare profession field. And so that's really um, how it started for me. And, and it happens with a lot of people. Um, so I went, I went to Ithaca College. They have an amazing athletic training program and i just went from there to grad school and here i am I, I mean it's been so long now but that's the typical way that we we get involved
0: it's funny you should say that i went to Ithaca college as well my my roommate was in the athletic training program so i was going to bring up ic and say that i know that uh, locally that's one of the best colleges for it uh how has your job changed since you got into this field
2: Yeah, so I think that the biggest thing is, I mean, so first, um, I think it was last fall, they just transitioned that you have to now get a master's degree to enter the profession, which is a huge change. But as far as like the profession itself, there's really been a lot of expansion. So the typical way that you would think of an athletic trainer is in a high school or a college or with a professional team. And we're in all types of settings now across the country. So whether it's the performing arts, so think we, there are athletic trainers who work at Disney. Um, in the industrial setting, there are athletic trainers who work at Amazon and National Grid. We're um, in the military. We're with law enforcement. So there's a lot of different settings that we're in now because our skills are applicable to orthopedic injuries, not just um, you know an, an injury that um, an athlete sustains. They're all orthopedic injuries.
0: Can I ask you when you graduated from Ithaca?
2: 2007.
0: Okay, so you're very young. All right, I, I didn't know if we if our paths <laughs> happened to cross. You're a lot younger than me. Um, all right, let, let's move on to the world of college basketball, if we could, and, and, and talk about some of these injuries that we've seen of late. And, you know, UCLA's one team that that could very much go on a run, but they're missing one of their star players in forward Jalen Clark. He's out with an Achilles injury. I, I feel like we hear more and more about Achilles tendon tears Uh, maybe more so than, I don't know, 10, 20 years ago. Is there some truth to that? And if so, why is it becoming a more common injury?
2: You know, I don't know that I would feel that they're more, uh, that I would say that we see them more often They're more common. And it's kind of interesting because you would typically we associate an Achilles terror and Achilles rupture with the weekend warrior and to see it happening in collegiate and professional athletes is a little surprising. And so, it, whether it has to do with some kind of training or something else that they're doing, or maybe just a fluke thing, um, I would have to probably attribute it more to that, because um, it's really interesting to see it happening with high-level athletes, it's not where we typically find that kind of injury.
0: And that's a really tough injury to come back from, yes?
2: Yeah, so it takes a couple months. I mean, the Achilles tendon, it's a really thick tendon, but it is the, um, the most common injury as far as... We're talking about um, tendon um, tears or ruptures on the lower and lower extremity. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it can take, depending on the severity of it. I mean, if it's a full thickness rupture, we're talking probably at least six months. Um, if it's less than that, obviously it just depends on the severity of the tear. To, and if it's not a full thickness tear, usually they don't require surgery, which is good. So just giving it time to heal without, uh, and then, Typical um, rehab, so just some gradually increasing with stretching and strength, and just try to make sure that it' um, got it's, it's strong before going back to play
0: one other injury that we saw over the weekend that's impacting one of the the tourney favorites and that's Marcus Sasser with Houston went down with a groin injury uh, in their conference tournament in, in the semis and and the word out today is that he will play in their first round game how do you rehab a, a groin injury and how do you do so quickly like I mean I, I feel like you know time heals all wounds they say he doesn't have a lot of time he's got what four or five days to to get ready to play uh in this first round game uh, as an athletic trainer how do you kind of speed up the, the timeline for these injuries so guys could get back out there on the court or the field or whatever the case may be?
2: Yeah, honestly, it's just pain management, especially when it's a time crunch like this. Um, so doing it as far as using simple modalities like ice or heat um, and um, some NSAIDs like, like Tylenol or um, Advil or something like that, um, because you don't really want to stretch the tissue a whole lot in addition to especially if they're still playing because you kind of want to give it time to heal but you're really not so you're kind of playing this balance with the body and and trying to make sure that your your goal really is to not make it worse which seems um, counterintuitive by having them play but muscle strains are tough because they will linger forever and so for for me when i see this you know at the end of the season like this honestly This could have happened at the start of the season. It would still be an issue without having a really good time to rest. They just linger for a really long time.
0: Amy, great stuff. Anything else that we didn't touch on that you want to get across today to our listeners?
2: I just want everyone to know that it's Athletic Training Month, and if you have an athletic trainer, please go thank them. And if you don't, you can go to NHCA.org to learn more about us.
0: All right, Amy. Thank you for all you do. Go Bombers!
2: Go, Bombers. Thanks for having me. All right.
0: Amy Grover, SOS, athletic trainer and sports medicine coordinator. What, Paul? You're such Larry. a show
1: for the Ithaca Bombers.
0: Well, I mean, that's cool. She went to my own. My, the- my roommate was in the athletic training program. It, it is a great program there, by the way. I'm not just saying it. I mean, it's like one of the, the
1: best programs around for This oh. is important breaking sports news. You hear it first. All right. Some ACC basketball news. Damon Stottemeyer. I have his rookie card. Yeah. Uh, finalizing a deal with Georgia Tech. Is that right? He's told the uh Celtics he's accepting the job. I'll take guys I did not know were still involved in basketball for a thousand Yeah. Wow. It's got some uh some name recognition to yeah, him. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. I always thought like I'm I'm of the age range, where, like it was so weird to see Danny Manning in person. Like I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Like I never met him or anything, but he'd walk by and I'd be like, That's that's Danny Manning. I grew up watching that yeah. dude dominate college basketball. David Stoudemire, really good basketball player, indeed. indeed. That is some name recognition. Yes, I don't know if for kids it is, but I mean, look at the job like
0: Jerry Stackhouse has done at Vanderbilt. I know they didn't get in, but um, you know it. I, I think it helps when yeah, you it got doesn't hurt. when you got so you know Jawan Howard. I think when you got somebody who's who's gone through it. Doesn't mean they're going to be a good coach, but I, you know, Penny Hardaway. I think it it does help uh, right off the bat, at least get the get the ball rolling. You know, get some recruits to that program and see if they can uh, they can move up the ranks.
1: Georgia Tech was never a power, right? Like we I may mean, say in the early eighties, Bobby Crimmins, 80s? Uh,
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know about. I mean, they were they were pretty good for a time, like Kenny Anderson.
1: I mean, they 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 were pretty good. That one still hurts Syracuse. Yeah, man. no, I know. Like, Wake's had a couple runs of Duncan and Paul, but never been. Like, Virginia's had two runs now, right? When you look at the ACC. Like, their school's like, Clemson's never done anything basketball-wise. Right? I, yeah, I saw
0: people were upset Clemson didn't get in. I mean, the Clemson people are upset. Their strength of schedule was like 3-11. I don't think they deserved to get in. That was that was my point. Yeah, I was
1: I was the only thing in the ACC in the tournament that kind of struck me was like what made Pitt so much worse than NC State that I thought it, like Linardi had NC State and Pitt both in the playing games. I didn't realize there was that much of it. they. NC State was kind of like Syracuse the year they were the ten seed, right? That yeah, people that thought they were on the bubble and they were securely in, right? So there you go. All yep. right, so Damon Stodemeyer coming to the ACC. All right, now if we booked this properly, Scooter will call back now, unless he's mad at me for making a joke about him having long calls. But Scooter will call back in, 315-437-7644. Anything you'd like to talk about, phone lines are open.
0: I came across a uh, a list of the best players in Georgia Tech history. It is not Kenny Anderson. You got. It is not Stephon Marbury. I thought they were going to be 1-2. Uh, it is one Mark Price. According to this this uh, ranking, Bleacher Report did it.
1: It's three good guards, though. Yeah. I'd take any of them.
0: Dennis Scott was third. Dennis Stephon Scott was great. St- Stephon Marbury checked in at six. Kenny Anderson was two. Anyway, I was just curious. All right, let's hit a tie. I see it. You, you got me doing this where I go down these rabbit holes during the no, show. No, that was great content. I like it. All right, Scooter, give us a call back. 315-437-7644. Back after this on ESPN Radio.